Hi everyone, it's Bert from Season Gaming, and welcome to this week's BitCast. If you're listening in your car, on the way home, in the morning, thanks for joining us. Joined as usual with Ames and Dan. we got a lot of stuff to cover this week. Gamescom just passed, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We have our famous Name That Game. Ains is hosting this week, so hopefully we have a game that we've actually played. But let's get started with our news this week. So as I mentioned a second ago, Gamescom happened. We saw a lot of trailers come this week. We didn't really see anything revolutionary, but before we get into the weeds here, guys, I wanted to get your opinions. Was there anything that really caught your attention? Anything you guys hit the snooze button on? What do you guys think? Apparently I'm starting. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) All right. Um, Let's see, nothing nothing that jumped out too big. I actually thought that, um, uh, obviously we expected the gear stuff. So, I mean, for me, uh, if you couldn't tell, if you're watching the video, that was the most exciting thing for me was the Gears campaign trailer. It looks freaking fantastic. Um, I also really liked what I'm seeing out of Horde, and I love that they made Jack an actual uh, character in Horde that can play as a support role because Dan can now play Horde with us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I really like the gear stuff. Uh, I thought it was absolutely hilarious that I jokingly said last BitCast about Death Stranding, we're going to see a lot of walking and some ladders. And that's exactly what we saw again. So we saw um, a couple new characters for Death Stranding, which look really cool, as usual. Um, but the gameplay, again, to me, just didn't look very good. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I'm just waiting to see something out of that game that excites me. I haven't gotten there yet. Um... Mortal Kombat 11, full pack, so the leaks, I guess, were real, right, except for Ash, which we have an article on our site. Apparently, Ash was supposed to be in the game, so either he'll be coming in another combat pack or that something happened with the license, I guess. Um, trying to think of anything else jumped out to me. Game Pass stuff was great. Um, the announcements with Devil May Cry 5 and uh, just all the other games coming, I think, are fantastic. So that just continues to be the best value in gaming, in my opinion. Um, what do you think? I mean, I didn't see anything that I really cared for. So, <laughs> I'm not even already about done it, with it. Except for Jeff Keighley being in Death Stranding because that's awesome. Oh, my God. I mean, how awkward was he around was, Kojima? It's just weird. It's weird. It's, I mean, I hate to, you know, bash on a dude, but the guy is it's just really, really, it's a really weird friendship. Dude, I, I, I told mean, someone I, I on Twitter. Like it's one way. Oh, it's you one know? way. <laughs> like, like, he's like all in yeah. on Kojima. And Kojima's like, man, I, I got to put him in the game because, I mean... I feel bad, you know, basically at this point. But, you know, I mean, I still don't know anything about it. You know, it's, I've read some uh, work up some people that actually saw the game um, behind the scenes, I guess, at Gamescom, where they basically said it was a lot of walking. Uh, They explained it a little bit better. Um, I'm interested to see what it is. Oh, the article. Yeah, the article. Games Radar. Yeah, Games Radar, yeah. They put the article out, and I was like, okay, probably a lot of walking. But it all depends on what's happening, right? Yeah. Which we haven't seen, right? You know, in, during that time, you know, it could be awesome. It could be weird. That's for sure. That's almost a guarantee. But um, aside from that, um, Little Nightmares Two is kind of cool coming out. Um, yeah. There's just there's so much. I mean, there's enough right now that I I, I really didn't see anything that that I can focus on. Only because beginning of fall and the end of you know summer is going to be terrible terrible for my time with games i'm so screwed gosh <laughs> starting this week with astral chain and gosh man and you're gonna be playing blair witch and no i'm not playing blair witch 
or Man of Medan. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I'm afraid. Let's just get it out there. I'm a giant. I know, plus. The, those are the ones I'm probably most excited oh, yeah. about at the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, Blair Witch. Oh, Control Blair Witch. I'm pumped for. Just so much. Yeah. So let's so let, maybe maybe let's, let's do it this way. So let's talk about a few things that were already shown at E3 that were either shown a little bit deeper. And now we've got some official footage from a number of games because at E3 there was a lot of stuff that was, you know, backdoor, backstage, you know, only media access. And one of the things that was officially released now um, was the Marvel game, the Avengers game. We did get the full extended trailer now that was shown. It was it includes, I guess, the video and gameplay of it. And we had seen another update to Captain America. He looks kind of different. At the end of the E3 one, we noticed that there was a change to Black Widow. So it looks like they're constantly changing that. Uh, Luigi's Mansion was shown again. This time they showed a different uh, level or floor in the mansion, which is kind of cool. Um, we saw uh, Link, uh, or sorry, Zelda Link's Awakening. Um, that was played a little bit more. Um, and there's more people showing footage of that too. So that's pretty cool. Cyberpunk, uh, Ains, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Cyberpunk, they showed the same exact demo that was shown at E3. They, um, so there's more people. Yeah, they, they oh, did to media again, but they're doing a live gameplay stream, I think, uh, and uh, next week as yep. we record this, I think the 30th. It's on our yep. site. I forget the exact date, um, but for everyone to watch. Yeah, yeah so uh, the point that I'm kind of getting to here is that there has not been a lot of new stuff that has come from Gamescom that you did not see at E3. We kind of touched on a few games that were announced. There was a few software announcements like Ori and the Blind Forest is coming to the uh, Switch now. So for people that didn't know that, that's been kind of one of the worst kept rumors of a long time now. There was an official trailer that came out from that with the Nintendo badging and actually from Nintendo of America. So that's kind of neat. Um, Let's see, any, anything else you guys can think of that was like a big deal uh, from Gamescom? Um, they showed the Witcher 3 footage on the Switch, right? It okay. looks, you know, like yeah. I'm going to pick it up again probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not, you know, the best quality, but, you know, for, for people that don't own an Xbox or PlayStation, mm -hmm. yeah, buy the damn game, man, yeah. because it's awesome. And you finally get to play. So it's kind of funny. There, there's been a couple, a couple channels on that topic, Dan. That I think Digital Foundry has touched on it already. Mm -hmm. They were actually very impressed with what has come out. They did say that it looks great in handheld mode, but the second you throw it up on a screen, um, it is a whole different game compared to what's on PlayStation, Xbox, and obviously PC. But sure. to your point, I mean, if you haven't played it before, if you're a Nintendo-only guy. Um, this is a must pick up for you, so definitely give that a try because people are going to get pretty excited about that. For sure. Um, yeah, so then we when we talk about the big things that people were maybe hoping for, a tease of something to do with the consoles, nothing new from consoles. They did have a Nintendo uh, Switch Lite on display at Gamescom, so people could actually see it playing games behind glass. So there still hasn't been people that have put their hands on it outside of you know media people. So um, I guess the, the, little, the biggest thing here, there really wasn't a ton of massive surprises. We still didn't get our dream of a new Splinter Cell, which we were maybe hoping that there'd be some kind of a tease, but that didn't come out either. Um, anything from inside Xbox that kind of blew people away. So there was obviously the Games Pass thing Ains mentioned. Um, no new software announcements, anything along those lines. So a lot of uh, cruise control, I think, here from developers and in uh, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. So still pretty exciting. Still a lot have happened throughout the week. Fans went crazy as always. Um, anything else you guys want to mention on it? I know, Ains, you've been looking for that uh, Shinmu 3 trailer. That looks pretty amazing. <laughs> huh? Huh? I'm good. So 
<laughs> yeah, for people that didn't see it on our site, we did post the latest Shinmu 3 trailer that was at Gamescom. And it's just, it's kind of weird because Ryu is now walking around doing little mini games, which you'd expect because that's kind of where that started. But then the second they started showing other characters and their, their facial animations and stuff, immediately you're like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's there, though, if you want to take a look at it. I'll probably be showing a few videos <laughs> on the there. YouTube side if you're watching visually. <laughs> it's there. Um, anything else you want to touch on Gamescom here, guys, before we move on to some stories that happened during the week of Gamescom, but not specific to Gamescom? You know, it's funny because I, I didn't watch a whole lot of it. I kind of caught up late, but I did watch some of the inside Xbox, right? And I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves lately. Yeah. And I hear Aaron mm -hmm. Greenberg talking about it and talking about XO19. Yeah. And he said something about duo sloops. And that's like the one thing out of that whole <laughs> thing I took away. I was like, duo sloop, what is this? Like, I can play with my friends on the same server in two sloops? Is that what that is? I tried to tweet at him. He didn't respond to me. I need some answers. power. Tweet at I, need, oh. I need some answers about that because I want to know what that is because then I won't have to actually have Greg on my boat with me anymore. And then anything that happens, I can just say, well, it's your own fault. And then I can just sail away and reap all the rewards for myself. I want to know what that is. And fire. And fire. They fire. mentioned fire, too. Yes. That was, that was on the... Uh, Dev stream, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I caught that too. Yeah, should be awesome. But you mentioned XO19, and I think from everything I've kind of followed, um, I would expect more out of Xbox during XO19 so. than Gamescom. Yeah. Yeah, you want to go? Yeah. Yeah. In London? Yeah, let's go. I would love to go, but I've already just Bert, come back from Europe, so let's just go. <laughs> let's just go. I did hear from I think Aaron Greenberg actually saying that it is going to be a big event. Yeah. They're going to be yeah. spending a lot of money at that place. So, um, expect something out of there. If not from a presentation perspective, there should be some fun stuff going on for fans. It's in London. So it's going to be expensive no matter what. Let's just all go. <laughs> we'll get everybody from the DMs and we'll just all meet up and, you know, somewhere and fly out to London cuz you know, we can. You gotta cover it. Man. You know me. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm more yeah. worried about everyone else you're talking about actually. Well, I, going. I've got no job. <laughs> I got nothing to do. Let's do this. I'm ready, man. I got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's let's move on to I guess stories of the week. So this is stuff that has happened throughout the week that was like I said not related to Gamescom, but it kind of blended in there. So let's talk about some other stuff. So. In probably one of the worst developed movies as far as development cycle goes, uh, Uncharted has lost another piece of the development team, and it is the actual director. So Dan Trachtenberg is now moving on from Uncharted. Now, um, Holland is still attached as Drake as of right now. He has not dropped off, but there's been a number of actors that have dropped off of uh playing as Nathan Drake, and we have no idea what's up with the script. The script's supposedly working, but this only means that the movie's even further away. I think the estimated date that it was going to be coming out was in 2021 anyways, but um, who knows? Um, you guys care here? Is this something that you're just going to kind of keep waiting and hopefully it gets done, or is this a big deal for y'all? I'm still trying to picture Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. <laughs> now, granted, I only played the first game and the last game, oh, but God. <laughs> I still don't see it. I don't see it, and unless they go really young with that stupid young Nathan Drake part of the story. <laughs> Sorry, Charter fans. I wasn't a big fan of that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know who that guy is. So, <laughs> old Danny Trachtenberg, is that how you say it? Yeah. I mean, it, by this point, you know, it, 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 we'll be lucky to see it by 2026, you know. <laughs> and Tom Holland will be old 
And then maybe it'll make more sense. Yeah, then I'll yeah. have a beard. Yeah. And, yeah. We'll be in good shape. Yeah, you'll actually hit puberty <laughs> and uh, we'll be in good shape. So we'll see. I don't know what it is with video game movies. Video, they know, just man. have the toughest time. I don't get it. You would think with as big as comic movies are and as much money as they make now, they dominate the industry. Why can't they do the same with video games? It's baffling to me. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Who, who, Bert, do you know who's who's actually producing the movie? Like, wait, wait. What? Uh, yeah, so studio? really quick, Dan, just for your own information. Yeah. So Dan Trachtenberg, if you want to know a little bit about, like, what yeah. he's done. He's done a couple Black Mirror episodes. He did uh, The Boys. He did a, one of the episodes for that. He uh, also that did uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. So 10 Cloverfield Lane is actually one of the better movies that people like quite a bit. Also too scary and for me to watch. And if I remember correctly, yeah, I, I, I think, well... I don't know, Ains, you think it might have a couple too suspenseful moments for Dan? or It doesn't take like much, Bert. You're asking me. I, I wouldn't <laughs> it call it scary at all. all. I don't know. Yeah. I watch Cloverfield. Uh, well, there's a couple intense moments, but there's no, like, scary movie. Okay. Yeah. So, no, I think you'd like it. But, no, he, he's not one of those directors that's got, like, some massive, you know, resume of movies. But he's – it's kind of what they're doing with movies these days. They try to find some nobody that turns into somebody with some skills that they might have. He did do a Portal short film, um, you know, from the gaming franchise Portal. But that's pretty much all that we know about him. And um, mm. it's just a weird story. I mean, the Gears movie has never taken off, and it's been scripted. And then, you know, the studio wanted it, some things added, and then they wanted things out. The Halo movie's been in development hell show. for Halo show. Show, show now, yeah. Yeah, the show has, but I, I remember there, the movie was talked about as oh, well. Oh, they got rid of that years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was, so there's, what was the to last this point, there's like, big gaming movie? Assassin's Creed and that the new uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, I don't really count those. Yeah, Assassin's Creed, Tomb Raider, but there's been some some horrible movies that have come out from the gaming franchise. Tomb Raider was okay. So, or gaming franchises. Yeah, it was all right. Oh, Warcraft. It, it's it had it had a lot of promise. <laughs> yeah, it had but, promise, and and what's her name is Alicia Vikander is fantastic, but yeah. oh, you're talking about the I new Tomb Raider. Yeah, not not the not the 20 year old one. I mean, come on, Dan. I don't know. I think I'd go Angelia. Yep. Thanks. I don't know. I'll take Elisa. Well, we're good. All right. Because yeah, <laughs> this is real life, folks. <laughs> this no. is, and we're 40. I mean, they're both listeners. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. This is on Jolie's you I know, saw, playlist. I saw Alicia wearing, um, oh, wearing an SG shirt. The other yeah, day, so. seriously. She's on Instagram in her SG Big Cash shirt. You didn't see that? Really? Yeah. Oh, Go look. Gosh. Find it. All right. She's a big fan. Yeah. All right. That's right. Anyways, <laughs> let, let's get back to reality really quick, guys. Back, back to reality. Let's bring it back. Um, so let me uh, tell you another big story that happened this week. You Dude. may maybe have heard of this one, but this was the first story about Spider-Man, and it is that Sony has purchased Insomniac. Now, we're not going to talk about the whole movie relationship. We don't really report on movie stuff, so let's stick with video games here for a second. You sure? But Insomniac, who has purchased uh, quite a bit of... Um, our favorite franchises in the past. They've developed those in the past, everything from Ratchet and Clank, Sunset Overdrive, um, and now the most recent one, the Spider-Man game that is just so successful right now for this generation. What are your thoughts here, guys? Um, this is a pretty big deal from a going first party here, but it's pretty big. Yeah, I must have missed this. I didn't hear about it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is, this is good. Um, good because Insomniac is a very talented studio that has traditionally developed for PlayStation anyway. Um, so, I mean, outside of Sunset Overdrive, which is kind of funny if you know the history of that game, is that Insomniac did Sunset Overdrive as a passion project, and they pitched it 
to Sony and other companies and none of them would take it. And Microsoft took it and so they made it and the rest is history. But long story short, I think this is good. It's a talented studio. Spider-Man, as you said, massive, massive hit. I think it crossed 13 million this week. Um, and it, it goes without saying they're going to continue. You know, they're going to make another Spider-Man game and now they can focus all their resources just on, on um, PlayStation 5. And they will have, obviously, probably further funding and development support um, from the Sony first-party studios, which are quality. So, I mean, this is it's good. Yeah. I don't know. All good here. I didn't have any, you know, anything negative to say. I don't think much changes, really. I mean, aside from, you know, a couple IPs that you might not see on multi-platforms, but that's it, really. And, oh. and that... And, but they've been basically a Sony... Oh, yeah. And, and I forgot to mention the Resistance series, which I oh, loved. Yeah. Um, I really hope they either, you know, I hope they get back to that at some point and don't just do Spider-Man. Well, yeah, I'm, that, in that vein, I'm kind of curious to see what they do next, you mm -hmm. know. I mean, everything would point to, you know, doing another Spider-Man as much as, you know, everybody loved it, except for you. Um, but everybody else, it's normal. <laughs> would, <laughs> they love the game. It's so 13 million. Straight up burn yeah. right there. Burn! All right, yeah, anyway. But, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's great. I mean, good for Sony. I mean, you know, we got to make that money, dude. So... Yeah, there's there's been a lot of talk that Spider-Man Two was in development. The second, the yeah. first one, yeah, that makes sense. Already, already started working. You can pretty much expect that. I think some people are hoping for a new Ratchet and Clank. You know, something with actually that is a current generation, or I guess we're a year away from next generation. But if that comes, fantastic. Um, I think uh, Dan, I think it was you touching on the fact that they mainly have developed for PlayStation games. Um, from PlayStation 2 all the way to where we are today. There is a couple of them that I didn't even know about that Insomniac. There's one called Fuse, mm -hmm. which um, I think was a shooter. I, I never played that one. That that, that was multi-platform. Mm -hmm. It did come to all the consoles. And then there was a couple VR games that they have worked on as well that were, um, you know, cross into the PC world. Um, and then obviously the PlayStation world as well. So see, that's good that's, for them. That's um, more interesting to me than you know maybe anything else. You know, with you know them pushing VR and VR coming to PS5, yep. potentially having, a new put, VR, yeah, yeah, potentially something from a, a, a AAA yep. studio like Insomniac. Yeah, you know, and really putting that resource to something you know in that realm. I mean, I would love to see that for sure. And, and just so you guys know, yep. Fuse is my name. The game game. So well, all right, so we're yeah. done. We're skipping <laughs> that one. Clue. Cool. Clue, clue. Uh, that's a, that's a yes or no clue right there <laughs> for us. So, all right. So another kind of a, a small story, but something mentioned this week is the Gears Tactics game, which initially was um, rumored to be only PC, um, was confirmed by Rod Ferguson that it is coming to console. More than likely, we're going to see this one on Game Pass as well. Uh, no launch dates that I'm aware of, guys. Have you heard anything else besides the fact that it is coming to console as well? No. He he talked about it. He was on Podcast Unlocked uh, about two months ago, and he, he basically alluded to the fact it was coming to console then. He just didn't definitively say it. He just happened to definitively say it this week. But no, it's just in the future. So, um, yeah, I mean, Tactics isn't even releasing for PC this year, I don't think, which means, you know, it's obviously going to be late next year probably at the earliest for xbox do you guys uh, how about you guys want to take a guess on this is going to be a pc game pass potentially oh, for 100%. Sure? oh yeah yeah for sure yeah and hopefully xbox yeah. so game that's pass kind of good too. news if uh yeah well um, yeah i think almost has to be to a certain extent yep. but um if you haven't seen footage of it there has been a few trailers on it it definitely looks interesting um obviously it's not the big game that actual gears 5 is but it does look like some kind of fun there 
um, that can happen. And I mean, we're having fun with the uh, the pop uh, gears game as well that you can play mobily. So. If, if you are a Gears fan, it's a good time to be a Gears fan. In other words, there's just stuff coming from all, all angles these days for Gears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dan hates Gears, you know, Ains hates never, Gears. Did I ever you know, say just... that? <laughs> You're in my house, so probably yeah, not. Yeah, probably not. Not out loud. No. Watch watch Dan pull up like a Lancer, change off the table. Down, <laughs> you know. Right there. Yeah, we'll grab it here in a minute. So... <laughs> Um, other stuff happening, folks. Uh, we did talk about the PUBG update that was coming initially on PC. There wasn't a date for the new Season Pass and update, but Update 4.2 is actually available right now on the PTS server. So if you do play on the PTS server, you can see some of those things there. It is coming out on the actual game itself on the 27th. So we're going to be getting Season Pass 4, um, and then you're also going to be getting the Aaron Goal update if you are running on the Enhanced Console. Um, I think it's been out for a while already on the PC. The other quick talk here is at this same announcement that was that was this trailer is that there is crossplay now coming um, for the PUBG game, and that's to obviously allow PlayStation and Xbox gamers to play together in one uh, multiplayer type experience. Um, that is going to be hitting the PTS servers at the end of September and should go live in the first or second week of October. So. That's going to be super fun. Um, we play PUBG at least once a week um, as with our friends socially. And sometimes we load into a game where there's only 80 people, 90 people, whatever the case is. This should have a lot more games. We never have any time, uh, sorry, any issues with times that are taking way too long and we just can't find a game. There's always a game to be played, but this should be fun. Um, I did see a little bit of the, the development update and you're going to be able to see like the PlayStation icon um, next to someone's gamer tag at the very top there uh, and vice versa for Xbox. So very cool to see. Yeah, I'm going to yield my time to the man in the Gears gear. <laughs> the Gears <laughs> gear. He's the PUBG player. <laughs> but, I mean, crossplay is awesome. I mean, I think it's just the wave of the future. Yeah, we've been know, talking about it. Games. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. Um, it's great to see, finally, for PUBG, for, you know, now you definitely won't have any kind of worries, you know, of getting into a game with lots of people. So, um, great, man. Great for PUBG. Now, I, I hope more games do this. Yeah, Modern Warfare is confirmed yeah. for crossplay too, and I just hope all those crossplay guys are using DualShock fours because they're going to die real fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, this is cool. I, like Bert said, we play PUBG a lot. We played last night. Um, season four looks cool. Going to be a whole lot of more stuff you can buy with BP points, which are the points you earn in game rather than real money, which is always good. And uh, Arangol, which is widely considered kind of the best of the four maps in the game, is getting a pretty cool update as well. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. Yeah, another thing that I did hear for the developers team talk about, I think it was on Inside Xbox, but they were saying that when you go to some of the sites in Arangol, those like little Easter eggs all over the place showing you like what may have happened in a battle and stuff. And so it'd be kind of cool to find what those things are. Um, just seeing that update come through on console is going to be great. Yeah, so, I'm sure. I'm a lot of fun to be having. I'm there. sure Vince will be reading them while we're in the middle of a gunfight. <laughs> I'd just be looking to see if there was ever any Kamishki things that happened. <laughs> what know, happened with Kamishki? Change, so. Yeah. Why is it so vacant all the time? Anyways. So the next one, Dan, I'm sure you've got a lot of stuff to say here for this one, but the Yakuza collection is on the way. If you guys haven't seen this one yet, once again, we have a story of this one on Season Gaming. We talk a little bit about the history of the game so you know what has been played, what hasn't. I'll give you a really quick summary. So Yakuza 0 is the prequel. Yakuza Kiwami is technically Yakuza 1, which was initially on the PlayStation 2. Yakuza Kiwami 2 is Part 2, uh, also on the PlayStation 2. And then they started coming out on the PlayStation 3 
Initially, they were Japan only. The localization wasn't done very well. But with this Yakuza uh, collection, it's going to be uh, Yakuza 3 through 5 remastered. So before it was 720p with 30 frames per second. The remaster is going to be at 1080p at 60 frames per second. Obviously, localization has been optimized here. There's a few new mini games that they are bringing back. And also the cutscenes have been remastered as well. So that's going to be pretty neat. If you're going digital, it is available for you today. You can buy it. Uh, the Yakuza 3 is available to play today. Yakuza 4 and 5 will unlock on certain specific days when that is happening between now and actually 2020 in February. And the physical one comes out in February of 2020, so that's still a ways away. One of the cool things there is you get a PlayStation 3 uh, game uh, game shell. Uh, in other words, the, the, the clamshell you can get for it. There's no game in there, but it's cool for people that have been collecting the other PlayStation 3 games. Now you're going to be able to have the rest of them in one big collection. So super exciting. Dan, I think the second you heard about this, you downloaded it right away. What are your thoughts on this whole collection coming? Well, I, I wanted yeah. to let Dan know it was my Hold turn on. to speak. Um, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say on Yakuza, Dan, what do you think? Um, all right, so God. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I basically sat there most of the day waiting for the uh, digital store to go live. And what it finally did, bought it. Um, I've been playing Yakuza 3. Now... <laughs> when you play Kiwami or Yakuza 0 and stuff, it's it's a different engine and it's made for the PS4, Yakuza 6 even. This is not that at all. But, I will say this, it is still a Yakuza game. The controls are very, very similar. Um, it, it, the graphics, I mean, in Yakuza, the new Yakuza's are, are not, you know, mind-blowing anyway. But there's, you know, you can definitely tell the difference. Um, but I, I've never played Yakuza 3, 4 or 5, so this was a no-brainer for me. I've loved what I have played of Yakuza, and it's it's just been following Kiru on that journey, and I really want to kind of complete it, because I really kind of wish now, had I known this was happening, I would have helped off on 6, because <laughs> I kind of know how everything ends, but it's good to fill in those holes, and this one's a lot more, you know, story-based, I guess, than the other ones I've played. Um, it's, it's got a lot more, you know, backstory um, and some of the stuff that he does, a lot more interactions with uh, characters and stuff. So it's it's a little bit different, but it's still fun. It's still Yakuza. I still love playing it. I still love beating the crap out of Street Thugs. Um, you know, I'm ready for four. Not yet, because I still have to finish three. That thing comes out October 29th or something like that. Um, hopefully I have that done with the giant backlog that's about to happen um here in uh, september so I, I think it's great i i don't know if i'd rather have them wait to like and do each one individually like they did with uh, one and two Th this is fine this is this is this is gonna work out just fine you still get the base game it still plays very very well for a ps3 game um there's not a whole lot of difference you know because the series just wasn't like mind-blowing mechanically either so it was just it's just fight you know, there's a couple buttons, you know, you, you, you dodge here and there. It's it's not anything, you know, revolutionary. But it's it's nice to have that option now, finally. Yakuza. I'm excited. Agreed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the the interesting thing here, guys, really quick, is that Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 have already released in Japan um, individually as a remaster. So what's cool here is that they're in a big package, and they're going to be, like I said, the localization has changed, and you're getting all that, um, and it's coming to North America, which is something new. So 
You were able to import these in the past. They were just, you know, really hard to kind of get and understand completely unless you kind of understand what was going on before. But to Dan's point, you know, Yakuza 6 is technically a current-gen PlayStation 4 game. It's probably the prettiest of it all. It's got the latest engine. It's got the latest fighting engine. And it's really funny because if you're new to it, you maybe have played Yakuza 0, maybe Kiwami 1 or 2, and then you jumped all the way to 6, and you missed almost like three or four games in between there somewhere. So the story is just all over the place. But... If you haven't played them before, first of all, they're pretty big games, so get started now. <laughs> it's going to be a while, but there's a lot of gameplay. If you're a big Shinmu fan, this is kind of where Shinmu went. It did kind of evolve into the Yakuza worlds, and the Yakuza games are fantastic if you like a good story. But there is a lot of reading <laughs> of subtitles. Yes. There's a lot of dialogue. There's there's a lot of action, too, but it's 50-50 almost. Now, so this, this one's really a little bit heavier, Bird, I would say. So far, story? just in, just I'm in, I'm in four chapters, I think, and it is very, very yep. narrative heavy yeah. and a lot, a lot of reading. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah, you really have to be in a certain mindset to play. That's why I struggled for a bit because I'd come home from work and I'd be a little drowsy. And if you're playing a Yakuza game, it's almost playing like one of the old Metal Gear games. You're sitting there watching a cutscene forever. Um, yeah. And it's it's kind of the same thing here. You're watching a cutscene, but then you have to control <laughs> the, the the dialogue that's coming through. So. Yeah. It, you have to be in the right mindset for a Yakuza game. It's great. I actually prefer them to a lot of the stories and some of the Grand Theft Auto games, but the overall gameplay, I would argue Grand Theft Auto might be a little bit better. But anyways, that's probably a comparison that I probably shouldn't have even brought up because then we're going to get comments about that. But oh, it is what, it is. what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Come on, man. Don't ever talk about Grand Theft Auto in the same sentence. What are you talking not, about? Not to get us off track real quick, but it's hard to believe that at this point, time 2019 we're still having japanese companies not localize games for the north american market yeah i mean back in the yep. 80s and 90s it was kind of like okay the market was way smaller you know the cost margins of localization were iffy and you didn't know if they were going to sell all these games sell well yep well i don't understand why they just do this still it makes no sense to me so one, one comment about that, Ains, is you'd be surprised that uh, Yakuza wasn't the biggest seller in North America for a long time. They All their games sell under a million uh, units here in the States. Um, and for some weird reason, I maybe it was Yakuza 6 or something, but there's been this renewed interest in Yakuza um, as of late. And now there is, like, you have rabid fans on social media that just are begging for more of, like, a true remake as Kiwami was done and for 3, 4, and 5 to get the same treatment. And it's looking like that may not happen, but... yeah. We'll see. But I mean, the we'll um, uh, it's you know, the, it's not like they're developing the game new. It's just localization, mm -hmm. so it, you don't have to sell right. millions of copies. I mean, we saw the same with Persona. Not at all. Um, you know, yep. it's just I, I just don't know. I can understand them coming out later, you know, because they have to localize them, but not coming at all and then waiting ten years or whatever it's been is just ridiculous to me. I love Yakuza. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Dan can say. I love yeah. it. So, well, they, 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 you so, know, to that, uh, they, no they, they've, got, they've got another Yakuza game. I can't remember what it looks like. It's It was uh, maybe like a more period piece where it's yeah, just the yeah. characters, I can't remember what that was called. Do you remember, Bird? And they, they talked yeah, about like that Yakuza, not coming Demon out because Souls they didn't think it'd be like well that. received here. They, they always say that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't That's know. the point. And then they bring it and everyone's like, why didn't they bring this sooner? Mm -hmm. Every time. Yeah. I'm not sure, man. I don't know. Yeah, I forgot the name of it. I thought it was like Yakuza. I'm looking it up right now or attempting to, but like Yakuza Demon Souls or Fighting Souls or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something uh, weird. Demon I Souls. Find it. That's the one Dan likes yeah. most. That's the one I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Ishin or something? I can't remember. Go ahead, Bird. I got you. 
Yeah, I was I was gonna look it up. Um, anyways, uh, you, uh, we'll help. Yeah. Dead Souls, that's what it is. Oh, Yakuza okay. Dead Souls. Dead um, Souls. Found it. It was initially a PlayStation Three game. Um, there's even a couple like smaller PSP games for Yakuza, but. Man, talk about a game that's just got tons and tons of story there for people to play. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's a big one. Like I said, it's it's. I'm glad it's growing interest here in the states and in Europe, um, because it's 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 a really great story. Like I said, you just have to be able to sit there and, and read a lot of story in order to enjoy the game. But um, let's move on to our next story. And interesting article came out. I believe this was comments from Phil Spencer, but he he mentioned that. Don't expect to see a lot of the upcoming uh, Xbox exclusives make it across other consoles, your PlayStations, your Nintendo Switches. There's been a lot of speculation um, now that some smaller games have come out on the Switch, and you're seeing more of them that may be coming out on other consoles. Um, that's one of the biggest rumors slash misinformation that I've seen on social media as of late. And what has been mentioned here is that there is still exclusivity on the Xbox console and to expect that going forward. So I'll let you guys talk about this one for a second. Let's let's not really talk too much about the negativity of social media, I would say. But um, it's important to know that there's still exclusivity on the Xbox. So let's don't lose face of that. I'd like to focus on the negativity of social media, actually. <laughs> no, <I'm> just... yeah. <laughs> uh, no, this is good. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... I don't care. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you know... No offense to you know the the document maker here. It's just it's one of those things where <laughs> where it's like I'm gonna have both of them, so I'm gonna be able to play both of them. I'm sure, like you said, Bird, the negativity will rear its stupid head. And but I mean, it makes sense, you know. You know, this is saying, obvious news. Yeah, it, it's like yeah, hey, we're 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 not becoming yeah, a so third party. The only reason I mentioned that, Dan. Yeah, the only reason I mentioned that is because there's there's been channels, there's been sites, oh, there's yeah, been man. people with big social media presences that have literally made videos saying Xbox is turning into a third party right. developer yep. now. And I'm you just gotta roll your eyes to this kind of stuff. And for the fact that leadership at Xbox has to actually make a statement on this, it's kind of silly. It's stupid. But um, it's 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 dumb. But you know, we just want to touch on. Yeah, that. and uh, you know, just for awareness too. Ori and. Um, Cuphead are not first party. Right, they're not first party. They're not Microsoft Studios. Mm -hmm. So they just had an agreement to publish the games on the Xbox platforms, and so Microsoft is like, sure, put them on other consoles, why not? Um, and as we know, you know, all the studios they just bought, the games they were working on already, like, say, Psychonauts 2, already had agreements in place. Outer Worlds, Outer another Worlds, one. Yeah. Uh, already had agreements in place. But it should go without saying that first party studios in the future, when they develop new games in the Xbox family, um, probably won't be on other consoles. I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's it's part of that news cycle from some of those sites and, and so-called journalists, I'm use quotes, um, that just, you know... Influencers. Yeah, influencers that just trying to get hits and everything else for nonsense reasons. They just don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. So, as I said, we're just briefly touching on it. This was a quick announcement made this past week. So a lot of... Uh, one of those things where you just got to roll your eyes and say, duh. But anyways, let's let's move on. Um, smaller story this week, uh, Battlefield Five. if uh, you have been playing this one or not. Some people are still playing it nonstop. Uh, there was a 5v5 mode that was supposed to be coming out on the competitive side. A lot of people were looking forward to this because today, you know, with squads, depending on what mode you're playing on, you may be limited as to how many slots you have. There was a mode that was teased, I think even dating back to around the launch time when they were talking about the modes that would be kind of trickling out from the dev team. 
um, has been canceled. <laughs> so 5v5 is not coming to Battlefield after all. Um, we'll kind of see what this really means for Battlefield. Battlefield 5 has been kind of just a weird game. We have liked a lot about it. We wouldn't say that it's our favorite shooter from the past year and a half or so, but um, it is kind of a letdown. This, this could have been pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, I think Battlefield is having an identity crisis. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of strange to me, because if you think back, look at the timeline for Battlefield and Call of Duty are always compared, whether it's valid or not. When Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out, uh, 2007, um, it took over. Uh, along with Halo 3, of course, but it took over in the military side. Um, and then slowly, like, 2012, Battlefield 3, I forget the years, but Battlefield 3 came out, Battlefield 4 was massive, um, and you thought Battlefield was kind of taking over the military shooter, despite Call of Duty selling well. And now we've come full circle. We've got Modern Warfare coming out this fall, which obviously is going to do extremely well. People are pumped for it. They're talking about 100-player multiplayer modes now in Call of Duty, new engine, um, you know, big scale battles, small two on two competitive battles. Call of Duty is going to offer everything. Um, and they had uh, Blackout, of course, Battle Royale. Whereas Battlefield 5 has kind of landed with a thud. Firestorm came out several months after release, has not done anything really in the industry. They're canceling their five on five competitive mode, which was supposed to be the Call of Duty kind of mode in Battlefield. I, I just, DICE needs to take a step back, take a couple years, I think, in my opinion and start fresh with a full-on Battlefield reboot. Yeah, man, I don't know what's happening. I mean, it was it was one of those games I was really looking forward to, and then we played a little bit, and... It's not it, bad. It, it's not a bad it's game, just... right? It's, it's just, there's so much else, you know, and, and they, they've gone from, you know, providing those different experiences with these other companies and other development companies. They're, they're catching up. Yeah. You know, now we're going to have vehicles and Modern Warfare, you know, coming out. It's, it's going to be... That was that was the thing that separated you know Battlefield for me was you know the, those big giant scale battles yeah and now not so much you know and it was it's they got so much potential and the game is good it's just doesn't have that following anymore either no. it, just, it, just, it, it doesn't seem to grip you that game no. and they always have weird menu issues Bert and I always joke about their UI is not good mm -hmm. and it's just I don't know it's clunky at times to to get in and out of games and it's just I don't know yeah I'm with you. Yeah, it's a weird time. Um, good franchise, I guess, in general. But you know, as as we've all said, they just seem to do something different. It's just been a uh, just a shame because Battlefield is one of those things that offers an experience that some of the other shooters can't. But even that experience is growing kind of stale. As I said, you still have your diehards that will play only Battlefield, but it's the casuals that really kind of fill out the lobbies and everything where you have a lot of fun too. So we still give it a try every once in a while. It's just not what we focus on when we're playing multiplayer. So hopefully they figure it out. We'll see what they do in the future, but. That's it for our news this week, guys. So um, we've had a lot of, like I said, different stuff that have happened. Let's talk about what we're actually playing. So, um, Ains, what are you up to this week? You finally got some time to play some games. Yeah, and I've really only been playing Days Gone. Um, I'm trying to focus on one or two games now and finish them up, you know, without playing 20 games at a time um, and not finishing any of them. Um, and we've got, as you already mentioned, next week starts the crazy rush because I'm excited about Blair Witch and Man of Madonna. And then right afterwards, we got Gears and Borderlands, and I may not go back to work. So, <laughs> Ever. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Days Gone um, is long, too. It's a longer game it's than I thought it was going to be. So I've got, if I had to guess, probably 30, 35 hours in it. And I don't know how far I am, but the story is actually getting pretty good. 
I told Dan when he came over today, it's the most bizarre game because at times I'm like, oh man, this game's like a good eight, nine, you know, solid game, good voice acting at parts, the story's well-written at parts. And then there's other times I'm playing it and I'm like, good God, this game's a mess. Like there's just aspects of it that are poorly written or thought out. Some of the gameplay's a little odd. There's weird glitches. It's a really weird game. Um, but all that said, it still got me playing it. So it does something right, I guess. Um, Gears Pop officially released this week. I had played it in the technical alpha, but um, it's officially out now, and um, it's actually a lot of fun for a mobile game, obviously, because it's a free-to-play mobile game. There's monetization you have to be aware of, but to be fair, you don't really need to buy anything. Um, you can just play and have a little fun, so that's cool. And then, um, most notably, is Gunfight. So the alpha launched um, on PlayStation 4 for Modern Warfare, two-on-two gunfight mode. I have gotten several matches in. Bert and I have played four or five matches. It was failing last night a little bit, but... Um, Leave me hanging. It is. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to play a couple like matches, and you're, you're not going to like it. Well, for sure I won't like um, it. You know. It is fast. Um, I like it. It's very fast. I mean, a round can be over in like 10 seconds. Okay. It's that fast. Um, or quicker when you play with Dan. <laughs> yeah. um, but it feels good. It looks good. Um the gun mechanics, Bert, I know you'll comment on this too, but the gun mechanics feel really solid to me. And um, I don't know, I'm, I, I like it. I, I like it a lot. So um, outside of that, playing our usual multiplayer stuff, jump back into Sea of Thieves for a couple nights with you, which was awesome. That's so much fun. And then PUBG, as we already talked about. But Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I already said, you know, like here's a three. Um, I actually got back into, we played a little bit of State of Decay 2, yeah. um, but it was so... <laughs> bumpy and choppy and uh, well for you, know, you and i it was fine yeah yeah and then the doors just started flying open for bird <laughs> i don't know what happened <laughs> no but uh I, it's what we did <laughs> uh, but you know what i started playing i actually started a whole new community on that game because i need more to play for <laughs> some reason and you know it's a it, fun it's, game it's so much fun just you know building up you know that beginning part is always you know very tense you know you're, you're always playing from behind but then you start you know opening more stuff up you start getting more supplies you start you know get more people joining your place and next thing you know you're ruling that county you know <laughs> that's basically what happens but it's, it's super fun I haven't touched too much of the expansions but I think you know the more I play the more I'll get into it I think you gotta have to get into it a little bit more a little bit farther in the story that they have and then see if these I mean I have literally been consumed by that game within the past two months so um i'm actually working on an article about it nice. it's 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 almost done um but i need to do a couple more things in game and then i will have it ready to go and it's it's been it's been a very important part of uh my gaming experience lately you know with everything happening so um i'm loving it even when i play with my awesome pirate friend greg <laughs> who will eventually become an average pirate <laughs> but he hasn't reached that you know pinnacle yet so we'll see we'll keep working on him you know we'll see what happens nice nice so really quick i've uh, been playing a lot more of mk11 trying to get the crypt done um now going on a little bit of achievement hunting so that's been super fun mortal kombat 11 is just one of the best fighters i've played in years if you haven't played it play it it's awesome um, let's see, I went back to F1 2019 to try a little bit more out with my wheel and see some of the visual updates that they did um, in the past couple weeks, so that, that was really fun. 
Um, went back to Devil May Cry 5 because I took a break from that to finish Yakuza 0, and now I'm focusing on it, and thankfully it's on Game Pass, so I don't have to get up and change the disc out. Um, and that's been just super cool. I, I need to focus on that game because um, it's just so awesome. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then lastly, I picked up Dirt Rally 2. Um, so that's one of the, or 2.0, I should call it. And uh, that game is awesome so far, but there's a hell of a learning curve. It's it's pretty much like a simulator for Dirt Rally. And so that if you play the arcade games, you know, you can go off and easily regain control if you go off on a turn or something. On Dirt Rally, you can't. Once you do that, your car goes off and you're screwed. So, so you um, never finish a race, then? I, I wouldn't even start uh, the first turn. Uh, 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 <laughs> Losing it, you guys. You guys are funny. So, um, okay, that's it for our games. I do have a quick on the spot game for you, or on the spot question, not a game. Um, and I'll be, I'll be really quick on this one. But with as crazy of the fall that we have going, what game do you guys think is actually going to be a flop? So, is there something that you guys have seen that is just getting tons of press, tons of marketing? What do you think is going to flop or not sell well? We've seen some great games do that in the past, like Dishonored 2, um, even Assassin's Creed to an extent. When that first came out, people were kind of down on it. People weren't buying it. Now it's just a huge success. But what do you all think? I think that there's... I don't know if anything will flop, but I think a lot of stuff's going to get lost in the shuffle. You know, like even Control, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, well, it's it's, you know, been fairly well, you know, seen by people it's still you know not something you Blair Witch seems to be overtaking it and hype and stuff and uh with Man of Medan coming out Astral Chain and all in the same basically couple days um but that game um but then there's like Greedfall which really nobody knows a whole hell of a lot yeah, about see that's more indie you know right but you know it still looks really really it does. good yeah it does but it releases on the same day as Borderlands 3 stop it it's terrible and right you know right after Gears 5 so it's like you know, I think I think I don't think anything will flop necessarily, but it just I think a lot of stuff will get lost in the giant yeah. shuffle of greatness that is coming out. I mean, we we definitely have. I mean, you're talking from now until you know, say November, just the fall, January. and now until January. Yeah, just, much. just yeah, the fall. I don't know. Yeah. Man. There's gonna be a lot. Well, I tell you what won't flop is Marion Sonic at the Olympic Games. What? <laughs> What's that game? I've never heard of that game. And I'm not I'm not I even mean, Mario. That sell millions Mario. Of um, I don't know. I think one that jumps out, I don't know if it's considered a big franchise anymore, uh, is Need for Speed Heat. I just, I don't think. November 8th, I mean, who, who's going to be picking that game up other, outside of hardcore Need for Speed fans? Um, this is going to, I shouldn't even say this, but I think there's potential for Death Stranding to flop um, critically, <laughs> not commercially. It's going to sell, you know, it's going to sell... Sorry, um, but Ains, one second. I think I think our um, subscriber count. Yeah, just it just dropped a lot. But I don't know. We got to so. see more out of that game. I I am not sold that that's going to be a you know whatever you want to call it a triple A ninety plus meta game. Now of course there'll be ten sites that give it tens if it if they had to today. Yeah, but, yeah they already did. Yeah, they already did. But um, yeah. realistically, I could see some people being disappointed potentially by that game. I, I was looking at my phone because I'm looking at releases. That I'm trying to forget. You know, Shenmue 3, jokingly, I think you're going to have your hardcore Shenmue fans. Um, but I don't see that picking up any casuals either. Mm-hmm. No. So I'm going to throw I'm gonna throw a funny one out for you guys. And this is the reason the on-the-spot question came up. But I think Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is going to be kind of a meh game. I don't, I don't 
this is just a, a random opinion. This is just from what I've seen, but I think it's going to be shallow, and I think people are going to be like, what is this? I thought I was expecting a lot more out of it. Mm. Uh, it might be right. So let, let, we'll let's, see. Have a, let's have one of those weird bets we do then. So what's going to get the higher... God, I hate saying Metacritic. I really do, but or whatever. I mean, but it's 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 a what's going what's going to be more critically acclaimed, Star Wars or Death Stranding? Death Stranding. Ooh, I think I think I don't I so, don't think it's going to get critically panned. I really don't. I think it's going to people are going to be like, oh my gosh, this game is life changing. It already is changing lives. <laughs> I mean, people have been. You know, we saw an article this week. It's yeah. the greatest game ever made. Yes, right. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, but the hype level for that game. For not knowing what we don't, you know, don't know about it, I guess, you know, it, it's unbelievable. So I mean, it has every everything points to it just going, yeah, you know, people playing, going, no, this was a huge mistake. Well, that, that, that's that's my point. But I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. I don't think. I think you're going to have enough. If you go based mm -hmm. on the meta, there's enough that's going to bring it up. We're going to have to remove like ten sites from the meta that have already given it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Dual Shockers. Yep. Sorry, you're gone. Anything <laughs> with PlayStation in the name. Yeah, anything that has PS. <laughs> I usually don't even look at that. So if it says like Xbox Magazine, I'm not even looking at it because I can't. I can't trust them. Yeah. But um, yeah. I think I think Death Stranding. You know, and that that's kind of dependent. I think as far as Star Wars goes, on what the actual gameplay is like. Well, like if it's like Sekiro... Well, we've heard that it's like Star Wars Dark Souls. Yeah, that's going to piss me off. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I love Star Wars. It's one of my you know favorite franchises next to Marvel. And it's just... But now keep in mind, both Sekiro and um, Dark Souls are highly acclaimed. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, But that, that's no what's in If it's not mind. like Sekiro, I, I can see it going... And people are like, eh... All right, guys. Well, I'm going to turn it over to, I believe it's Ains with Name oh. That Game. We'll see oh, uh, what's what's happening here. But um, just to remind people how we play the game, we go for 10 questions. Host is trying to uh, find, or we're, we're trying to guess what the host's game is. We each get a question, which can be only yes or no for the question giver. You get two so, questions? Uh, Ains is hosting two this questions. time. Oh, two, two questions. Yep. Yes, and two yes sorry, questions. you would think I would have had this up already. All right. This is an easy one, I promise. Um, I, didn't e the, I didn't even do this, 10 full questions. Yeah, this is like, name that game should be called, this is an easy this one. This is an easy game. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. It's a new game title. Um, we're going to let uh, Bert the Southern Cricket go first. Oh. So, south of the border cricket. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. I'm sure what that's about. <laughs> go for it. Anything below, like, you, you know, know, Oklahoma. All right. Question one. This game was released in 2006 for the Xbox 360. Oh, mm. so some exclusivity there. Mm. 2006 for the Xbox 360. Mm. Perfect Dark Zero. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I wish that game was better. It wasn't very good. No, that's not it. No. It was 2006. Yeah. Uh, cameo. I don't even know when the, the that's place. both of those games you guys just said were launch titles in two thousand five. But yeah, good hey, guess. That was close. Yeah, that's probably close I, to that movie. It's not Altered Beast four. So. <laughs> no, Cameron's a good guess. I um, little fun fact about Perfect Dark Zero is that a Microsoft executive said that Perfect Dark Zero was going to be the Halo of the Xbox three hundred and sixty generation. They were wrong. Yeah, we see how that worked oh, out. I think I remember that. That buy is not uh, working there. Anyway, <laughs> so. Question two: This game had three technical sequels. Including a handheld edition on the DS. 
It's on me. 2006. Three, you said, so three, three sequels, three additional titles in the series, so four total. Okay, but the, and the one on the DS is part of is one of those sequels. It's it's part of the franchise. Yeah, they're it's it's a franchise. Okay. Uh, man, I have a clue. I, I think I know what it is. Oh shit, this is gonna be fast. I told you this is not a hard <laughs> one. I, oh, he might have been joking. No shit. Uh, <laughs> I have a guess, but I don't think I know what it is. Uh, I'm just kidding. I can't. Remember. I can't. Now the DS thing's gonna throw me off. I shouldn't even think about it. Um. You know, I always throw one question in there to lead you astray. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, which, well, it's, it's Viva Pinata. <laughs> Maybe a uh, Trouble in Paradise. Is that what it's called? Uh, that's that's the second one. Yes, that's what I'm going with. No. Damn it. I think the first one's just called Viva Pinata. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But well, that would have been a launch title too. Okay, my guess. Uh, the launch title too. It was my not guess. a launch title. Oh, I thought it was. No. Damn it. My guess is Lost Planet. No, good guess, oh, though. I remember that game. It's a good game. Ah, damn it. Did I have a DS mm. version? Okay. Okay. I thought there was something that came, but mm. no. Um, it was originally conceived as a mobile game due to its sim-like elements. And by sim, I don't mean simulation. I mean, like, uh, the sims and SimCity-type elements. Oh, I see. <clears throat> um... I have a clue for sure. you, sir. I mean, a uh, question? Yes or no question. You have a clue for me? <laughs> You're giving him a clue? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I, I have a question for a clue. I, I don't even know. Um, <clears throat> is it by a big name studio? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I told you, this is not. I'm not hiding this game from you. Sim like. Jesus, I'm stumped for the moment. Um. Running out of time here. Um, no, I'm laughing because it's gonna be a funny one to reflect back on. Plants vs. Zombies. How about that? Nope. No. I'm just gonna, you know, not screw myself over like I did with the Gauntlet and just say Viva Pinata. That's it. You got it. There it is. That's, That's what I, I was kind of laughing because you said it's you said Viva Pinata and then but you, that wasn't your guess. You just kind of said it and you're like, I'm going with Trouble in Paradise. Yeah, well, like, well, that's yeah. not it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Viva. Wait, are you I serious? Swear. See, I screwed myself over with that gauntlet thing that one time. Yep. And that's I why like, I was laughing. I'm going back. Oh my god! I thought the second we cleared up Viva Pinata that it was no, because if he said he, he was talking to himself, yeah, and then he said, "What's the sequel? Trouble in Paradise." Yeah, that's what I'm, my guess is: Viva Pinata, Trouble in yes. Paradise. And I was like, "Well, that's not it." See, you got to cover your tracks, oh, especially you when you have no guesses. Guys. Beautiful. That's why. That's why we have to say exactly what our guess is. There's a perfect example. Yep, I was backtracking. Mm -hmm. Well, it's been a. I was on a. That was third spell. question. See, I told you this is not a hard spell. one. I needed it. I needed a little redemption. Yeah, now there you go. Three. So, a few other, few other right. facts. Well, way to go. Uh, obviously, developed by Rare when you said a big studio. Um, it actually launched alongside an animated TV series. Um, it was re-released, obviously, in 2015 as part of Rare Replay. Um, game simulated a natural food chain and even had mating rituals. Yes, it did. It was known for its vivid color palette and animal designs. Mm -hmm. And to celebrate the game, a 48 by 52 foot replica pinata named Horstachio 
was built by Microsoft and placed in front of Six Flags Mexico. Did you know that? No. Yeah, if you look at the picture, it's hilarious. It's this gigantic pinata. Mm. It was the biggest pinata ever made in history when they made it. Man, I'm glad I went backwards. Wow. I, if you didn't, I was. What am I supposed to do? You, that wasn't your guess. Right. I, and so I was like, see, okay. that was one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I screwed myself over in the past. I guess <laughs> I'm gonna cover my bases. I don't have a guess. Yeah. Necessarily. But when you said it was a big studio, I was like, well, I'm going to stick with Rare. Because well, you, I don't you thought before. it was a launch title, and it wasn't. Yeah. And, that, yeah, that, I guess, was a sideways way to answer or ask one of my questions. <laughs> that kind of tipped me off. There you mm -hmm. go. I'm back, well, baby. Congratulations, Dan. Good guess. <laughs> Good guess. All right. All right, guys. That's our uh, Name That Game for this week. Um, let's move on to the closing here um anything you guys have coming down the pipe next couple weeks next week what are we expecting from you guys yeah so i mentioned um gonna be starting a new series and the only reason i haven't yet i'm just um working on scripting up what i want the kind of introduction to the series to be and working with our favorite friend uh diego diego nice. on um finalizing kind of the uh you know the graphics and the intro for it so um, that'll be coming in the coming weeks. I know I keep mentioning it, but I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, I've got I'm, Dan. Anything from you? I was I mentioned last week and probably the week before about the anthem, and I, I I need to finish what I'm doing in in order to you know be part of the game to really kind of give it a, a decent review. Oh, you're gonna re-review re it? Re-review it. Oh, kind of okay. see like what like six months later. This is what anthem is. You know, because in my article or my review, I actually said I'm going to revisit this in six months. So, but I'm kind of stuck because it's 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 the last part is actually a raid, and I've got to play with other people, and which, which is fine. But every time I get in it, I have no idea. There is no direction. Oh, you what you're supposed it out. to do? Yeah, it's okay. just like, hey, you gotta you gotta get the end. You know, I know what the end game is to you know where we need to get to. I just don't know how to get there. Um, so if I'm not with people, I'm in trouble. I'll jump on with you and do it. Right. I mean, my guy's high enough level, I think. Yeah, yeah, we can play the, you know, Grandmaster 1 or something. Yeah, it's still fun to play. It's still fun. <clears throat> and that and the, the CFD stuff I, I'm going to work on, <clears throat> hopefully we'll be done, both of them, this week. Cool. That's what I'm hoping for. And then next week starts cool. our, uh, basically where we're going to have to start reviewing a bunch of games. Yeah. We've got... Uh, I'm going to do Control, I think. Okay. Uh, Bert, you want to? Well, we don't have to discuss it on the podcast. We sorry, should, guys. though. Well, <laughs> it's interesting behind-the-scenes footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, no, we're good. See here at season gaming. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, um, if you guys didn't catch it this week, there I did do a horror review for one of the left Joy-Con um, options that you can do if you want to get a legit D-pad for your Nintendo I Switch. He said a Great little review, uh, accessory. Yeah, no, Hori. Yeah, the the brand is called Hori. A horror review. Um, now, hey, Bert, can I ask you a, a question about that one. real quick? Don't watch that one. Is there a yeah, go, is go there on. a matching right side or is it just the left? There's not. It's super. No, just super just annoying. the left one. Yeah. <laughs> because my OCD yeah. can't handle it. It's it's great for people that have that joystick failure that is having their sure. joystick drift yeah, or you know it gets sense. clicky or whatever. It's nice great for that. It's only fifteen oh, bucks yeah. and you get a legit D pad. Yeah. Yep. So I, I actually recommend it for anybody looking for one of those uh, a lot. So um, anyways, have that coming. I have a comparison on Nintendo Switch third-party controllers coming right around the corner. Uh, we'll be comparing some PDP and Power A controllers to the, um, the, the standard controllers that Nintendo makes. So expect that. 
Um, and then we have some other fun ones that I'm not going to mention just yet. Just keep you guys in suspense because we'll try to have something for you at least once a week. Um, and we'll see as that comes out. But anyways, folks, thanks for watching. Um, whether you're listening, you're watching, whatever the case is, we really appreciate you. Um, and we'll catch you in the next week. So thanks again.